Up next on the Mar Army Rock Show, we're happy to have Callie from Los Angeles Band Rivals back with us. Uh, we got Callie back on because they've got a new song and new music coming out. Callie, welcome back to the show. Yeah, hi. How are you doing? Hey, great to talk to you again. We were just talking a little off air about, I guess, really the last time I talked to you was aboard Ship Rock. So uh, good to talk to you again. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> so, uh, hey, what prompted me to reach out to you, as I, as I mentioned, was there's some new music coming out. So, and some fact, some's already out. So why don't you tell the world a little bit about the upcoming release? Yeah, so um, we have a new record coming out on March 19th, strategically planned two days before my birthday. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's called Sod Looks Pretty on Me. Uh, right now, we currently have three singles out on it. Uh, Fake Rich, Lavenders, and the... Time. Um, yeah, we're pretty stoked. It's been really great response so far. We're extremely excited. Now, give us a little more of the details about, you know, maybe where you recorded this thing, who you, who produces you guys these days, and a little bit of those kind of particulars. Yeah, so it actually kind of depends on the song. Oh. Um, yeah, so we worked with Kevin Thrasher of Escape the Fate on some, um, Cody Stewart, uh, who helped, worked on our last some of our last record with us. Uh, we have John Espy, who did a lot of our previous record. Uh, we worked with Michael Montoya from Wings of Plague. Uh, we kind of went all over. We were just kind of branching out and working with a bunch of different people. And um, yeah, and then the whole thing was mixed and mastered by Cody Stewart as well. So let's get into a little a little bit of the music on there. Let's talk about Sad Looks Pretty on Me. Uh, I feel like I got the vibe of what that song was about, but I'd rather hear from you a little bit more about what it's about. <laughs> um, you know, I actually originally, it was like one of the first couple songs that we had written for the record. Um, and honestly, I just really wanted to write a song about just being sad and making it and having it be, in general, you know, the, the title literally is what the song is about. <laughs> so it's really hard to, like, justify it. I really just wanted to write a song about how being sad, regardless, is like, even if you're pretty, not pretty, no matter what the circumstances is, it doesn't change anything. Like, you're still going to feel the way that you feel, regardless of how you look. Now, stylistically, that's one of the more, um, I guess I would say, unusual songs. You're, I don't mean in a bad way unusual. It's just, it's a little different than some of your other songs, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it's uh, a little more poppy. Um, than I guess we've ever done. Uh, there's a few songs on the new record like that, but we obviously have our heavier songs like Fake Rich. Um, and Alkaline is another heavier one, and a couple others that are coming out on the record that are... We have a few definitely heavy ones, uh, but we have some lighter ones too. We have Sad, we have Strawberries, we have... Um, I'm completely blanking on... <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a mixed genre record for sure. So, um, talking about mixed genre kind of record, you mentioned Fake Rich, and uh, there's a collaboration on that one, so why don't you tell folks a little bit about uh, who collaborated with you on there? Yes, we had our very good friend Elijah Witt from Cane Hill, uh, came in, did a really cool breakdown part for us, and did his little screaming stuff, and he fucking killed it, we're... Yeah, we were really stoked whenever he sent it back to us. We were like, dang, this is sick. <laughs> now, talk about how did that relationship form with uh, Elijah from Cane Hill? You know, another good ship rock band, by the way. But uh, how did you guys end up finding each other? Um, you know, I actually don't know how, but we've been friends for quite some time. He's been um, a friend of the band. Well, both of our bands have been friends for quite some time in general. I'm not really, I don't really remember how we all met, but... Um, Man, 
I have to think about that. I guess it shows that you've been you've known each other for a while. You know, I have relationships yeah, like that. I so, don't really remember. <laughs> so uh, it's funny because it's uh, like Wit has been one of the like one. I mean, one of the people who has been cheering us on since before we even released Damn Soul. We've been friends with him for that long. So it just almost felt like appropriate to have him a part of the record. So um, another one out there that you collaborated on, I'm going to be honest, it's on the pre-order. I just noticed it, but I haven't heard it yet uh, with an artist called uh, Dutch Melrose, who I'm not really familiar with. So tell me a little bit more about that collaboration. Yeah, so he's actually a pop artist. Um, and so when I first started making music, this is pre-Rivals. I, I joined Rivals when I was like 19, 20, but I did some solo stuff like originally when I was like 18. And one of the first songs I ever wrote ever and recorded and released was with Dutch. So once again, it was another full circle situation where it was like, it just felt appropriate to have him on the record. So, um, Hey, I was watching some of your stuff today, getting ready for this. And I, I I'm kind of fascinated by the music video to lavender. So a couple questions there about lavenders. First, tell me about the, <laughs> um, the Flint beer can, the Flint beer. Yes. <laughs> So the whole idea of lavenders was essentially ignoring everything that's going on around you and being slightly ignorant towards everything in existence and, you know, smelling lavender and ignoring it all. So there's actually a bunch of little hints in there, the Flint beer being one of them. (laughs) Um, And just different situations that currently happen on in our world. Human trafficking was another one. Um, And, you know, we just kind of wanted to, like, point out all the... There's a lot of really important things that people are ignoring or, you know, deciding to just kind of shove her into the bus. So, yeah. So the video came out awesome. It looked like you had a lot of fun. And for folks wondering, like, it, it, there's a lot of those little snapshots that Callie was talking about in there. So watch that carefully, and you'll see all kinds of little hints in there. Um, so uh, another music video I was watching today was one Fake Rich, and you talked a little bit about that. So tell us about the making of that video. Is it a fake plane, so to speak, or what was the scenario yes. with that? <laughs> it is a set. It is a it's a um, private jet set that we that's in Los Angeles. Um, and when I found it and I saw it I was like oh my gosh that's that's the spot that's like literally hilariously perfect for the entire existence and idea of what the song is about so it was just appropriate for the, for the moment of the in the idea of the whole song do you find being an LA based band that it's like there's almost too many options to shoot a video like I imagine out there you guys must have like studios all over the place oh yeah there <laughs> yes but uh, you know Obviously, with us being such a smaller band, money definitely comes into play, too. There's tons of studios, but some of them are so expensive because they're usually used for movies and stuff. But, um, yeah, uh, we always make do. (laughs) (laughs) Now, um, hey, I want to ask you how the band's been managing through the whole coronavirus thing because you guys were able to go ahead and release a a record, you know, during a pandemic. That's hard to do, isn't it? (laughs) Very. uh, Typically, when you release a record, there's like a whole rollout plan that usually involves touring. Um, And obviously we don't have that (laughs) and more than likely won't have that for quite some time. So um, yeah, we were already about six months into the pandemic and I hit up my label and I was like, this record's been done for almost nine months now. I was like, are are we just going to sit on it forever? Like, what is the plan? What is the goal? And this was back in, I want to say it was like August, maybe September. And, uh, I just told them, I was like, honestly, I think we should just, we should just go. We should just, we should just start it. Cause 
we don't know when we're going to be out there again and i'd hate to have to like wait another year to release any new music now are bands talking at all like i know there are a couple bands trying to tour out there and it's just hard because you know you, you, you can't tour with other bands necessarily and rooms are small and all that stuff are, are bands even talking about it um people have definitely been talking about it uh you know at first it was very you know Oh, yeah, we're going to tour by summer 2020. Okay, now fall 2020. Yeah, it's looking like maybe like January, like spring 2021. Mm-hmm. And now people are in the conversation about potentially not till fall or till after because all of these tours have been postponed and they do the tours. So they're going to do those tours. So those, regardless, like going to be a minute until bands our size are going to be able to really um, get back on the road again. Yeah, we were sad. You know, we talked about Shiprock a little bit. Sad that that got canceled. And uh, gosh, 2022, it looks like. <laughs> we'll be yeah, sad. I know. So uh, have you had a chance to cruise since that? Was that? I think that was, if I remember right, was that your first cruise? That was all of our first cruises. And no, we we were touring so much that year that we never even got a chance to. And then coronavirus hit. So that was <laughs> Now, did you did you end up when when all the dust was settled? Obviously, the live music part was great. Do you like the cruise experience? I mean, would you would you cruise again? Oh yes, I would even do it without the music part. <laughs> I thought it was absolutely fantastic. It was such a good time and so relaxing, and you don't have to worry about driving anywhere or you know, and you just you just on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things we love about it too, and then adding all the bands on it just makes it even better. So, um, hey, I want to let folks know there's some good pre-order bundles out there for you guys now. One even includes a skate deck. That's pretty cool. So, um, why don't you let people know where they can go to find the pre-order bundles and all that good stuff? Where do you want to direct people? Yeah, yeah. So you can head over to our website. We are rvls.com, and there's a nice little link you can click that right there that will take you right over to the smartphone page to order and pre-order um yeah we have sweats hoodies t-shirts we have a skate deck with our faces on it which is the coolest thing we've ever made (laughs) um uh we got hats we got vinyls we have everything you can possibly think of so yeah head over there and uh grab one so uh hey the album is called sad looks pretty on me there's three tunes i believe it is at right now the full record coming out soon get those pre-order bundles and uh kelly uh, thanks so much for being back on the show and uh, stay safe from the corona and all the, everything else in the world going on <laughs> but uh stay safe out there it's good to talk to you again you too thank you so much for having me